everybody. Welcome to the Toowoomba Vineyard Church podcast. We are a brand new church here in Toowoomba, Queensland, and we are discovering the joy of following Jesus together. If you want to find out more about what we're up to, stick around at the end for the details. But in the meantime, we hope you enjoy this message. Hey friends, welcome to the first ever gathering of Toowoomba Vineyard Church. It is so wonderful to have you in our home. It's so good to finally be here. Now, as Jen mentioned earlier, we're going to spend the next, well, we don't know how long, we're going to spend the next period of time just gathering here in in a fairly informal sense. Uh, And the goal of these times uh, is not so much to have have services in inverted commas, but uh, the goal is to really get to know one another, um, which is one of the primary things, but also just spend a bit of time figuring out what kind of church we want to be together. And this morning, um, I'm going to be sharing a little bit about our vision for the church and about a passage of scripture that we uh, think is going to be really important and special for us moving forward. So if you do have a Bible, I'd love you to open it up. Um, We're going to be reading from the end of Matthew chapter 11. Uh, And like I said, this is a passage that has been very precious to Jen and I personally over the last, um, let's say, six months since moving to Toowoomba. But we also think is going to be really important for us as a church community. Um, So we're going to start at verse 28 and read through to verse 30. So read along. I'm in the NIV version. Uh, which says, Come to me, all you who are weary and burdened, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you and learn from me, for I am gentle and humble in heart, and you will find rest for your souls. For my yoke is easy and my burden is light. Now, I don't know about you, but for me, often when someone reads a passage of scripture in a public gathering like this, when I hear the scripture read, I probably take in about 30% of it. This is just confession time with Chris. We're starting on a good good note here. Um, So let me give you my honest recap of of how I would probably read this um, first time around. So the first verse says uh, something about, uh, well, Jesus is saying, come to me uh, all who are weary and I'll give you rest. Now that sounds pretty good. There's not a lot of work needed to figure that one out is is there you know like that's just that's good so let's let's take that one uh but then he starts to say something about yokes now i know we're here in toowoomba i'm not particularly agricultural and so uh without looking it up i probably wouldn't know what a yoke is so let's just uh let's just move past that one and kind of leave it and then jesus says something really interesting he says i am gentle and humble in heart now one of the key rules of humility is that you can't say that you're humble. Like it sort of, you know, it, it sort of uh, cancels itself out, doesn't it? Uh, you know, if you're really very humble, then you can't go around telling people you're humble. So what's, what's Jesus going on about here? Is he talking himself up in a kind of weird way? Uh, maybe, maybe not. Let's, let's move on. And then the last part of the passage, um, Jesus seemingly promises that the Christian walk is going to be easy. Now, I've been a Christian a long time, uh, you know, for, for about 17, 18 years. And that's not been my experience, but uh, that's what Jesus seems to say. So what, what gives there? Now, at this point, 
uh, in the passage, we've got two options. One is that we can just walk away with the, the, that first verse and go, you know what, Jesus says he'll give us rest. You know, that makes me feel nice, so I'll just try and be more restful this week. The other option is we can actually take a little bit of time and try and figure out what is going on in this passage. So let me assume that you're up for the um, for the second one. And if you're not, then too bad because um, I'm up the front. How do we work out what this passage means? What I want to share with you this morning is three tools that we have to interpret scripture when we're not clear at what it means. Now, these aren't the only three tools we have, but these are three helpful strategies when you're reading through scripture on your own or um, or maybe in a Bible study or maybe uh, you're listening to scripture in church. Um, here are three things that you can do that will really help you to get a sense of what's going on. And the first one is to look at the context. Something that's really important to realize when you're reading the Bible is that there's no one or two verses that exist on their own. They're always part of something a little bit larger. And regardless of how self-evident um, a given passage might be, it's always good to think about uh, the context in which the passage is brought. So what's going on in, in this passage? What happens in the rest of Matthew chapter 11? Now, we're not going to read it all. I'd encourage you to do that when you get home. But the short version is that Jesus is really frustrated. You see, one of the themes, the big themes when you read through the Gospels is that um, people didn't get him. You know, lots of people really misunderstood what Jesus was there for. And it was especially the religious experts and the smart people who totally missed the point. Whereas in contrast, the people who seemed to, to get the, the word and the works of Jesus were the poor and the broken and the downcast. And so when he starts this passage here in verse 28, when he says, come to me, all you who are weary and burdened. It's like Jesus has been addressing these religious experts and these people who should have got it. People who were experts in religion. Their own, their very God that they worship was standing amongst them and they weren't getting it. And it was almost like Jesus was like, come on, guys. And then he turns to the people um, who society has trodden on. He turns to the people who are, are broken, the people that religion rejected. And he says to them, come to me, all you who are weary and burdened, and I will give you rest. There's another translation uh, of this passage or a pra- paraphrase of this passage, I should say, uh, by Eugene Peterson. Uh, it's called the message version. And he puts it like this. Are you tired? Are you worn out? Are you burned out on religion? Come to me, get away with me and you'll recover your life. It's like Jesus turns to the people that society left behind and says, you guys are my people. And so with that bit of context, suddenly we understand who Jesus is talking to and and it gives us a much clearer idea of, of what he's saying when he says, come to me and I'll give you rest. So let's let's keep going. So the first thing, the first tool we have to understand scripture is context. The second thing we get is commentary. Now it turns out that we are not the first people who have tried to read and interpret the Bible. And that's really handy. Because 
there are there are about two thousand years of people reading and interpreting the scriptures, uh, who who have written about them and who have provided their commentaries on what uh, the Bible is saying. And so when we get get to a, a passage of scripture, so let's let's think about, for example, uh, this yoke business. What's what's all this yoke business? Um, there are people who have written about that and who can help us understand that. Now, I can confirm that um, yolks have nothing to do with eggs, but instead a yolk is, and I discovered this by, by looking up a great online commentary, I discovered that a yolk is actually a device that is used um, for oxen on farms. And what a yolk was is it was a device that would go around the necks that would allow two, um, two animals to be kind of bonded together so that when they walk together, they have twice as much pulling power as one on their own. Now, there, I'm sure there are all sorts of jobs that uh, animals can do on farms like that. I'm not super familiar with them, but, but the main point is that a yoke was something that would kind of um, tie them together and allow them to pull their resources. But the other thing that was really clever about a yoke back in Jesus' day, and this imagery would have been very familiar to the people Jesus was addressing because uh, so many of them were farmers. But uh, something that they would do is that they would use a yoke um, to pair up a strong and experienced animal with a newer and weaker animal. And what would happen is by putting the two of them together, the younger, less experienced animal could actually learn from the, the larger, stronger, more experienced animal um, and could grow uh, and, and get good at doing the jobs around the farm because of this device, the yoke. And suddenly this imagery of the yoke starts to make sense because, uh, and again, this would have been so obvious to Jesus' original audience, but what, um, what he's saying here when he says, take my yoke upon you and learn from me, he's saying, come and walk beside me. Come and learn to walk at my pace. Come and learn to walk in the direction that I'm walking and learn from me. He's the stronger, more experienced uh, ox, and we are the weaker and less experienced ox. But he's saying, come and walk with me, and I will show you how to walk in the way that you were created. Suddenly, this passage uh, just lights up, and it becomes about walking beside Jesus and learning his ways. So the second tool we have to to understand the Bible is commentary, Um, reading what other people have written uh, and finding going a bit deeper into the word. Now, the final tool that we have to help interpret the Bible, um, and this, this isn't necessarily one that you have to learn to be able to read the Bible, but it is a helpful tool, um, is the original language. You see, I think it's really easy to forget sometimes that the Bible wasn't originally written in English. Um, now, I said earlier, I think it's a bit weird that Jesus describes himself here as humble. But what we can do is we can go into the original language um, or you can, you know, someone else can, can help you do this. What you can do is look at the original language that, uh, the Bible, that this part of the Bible is written in, which is Greek. And you can look through the other times that this particular word was used and it helps you get more of a sense of what the word actually means in this context. Now, to be clear, I'm not saying the translators have done a, a bad job. You know, if you use a reliable trans, uh, translation like the NIV, then they've, they've done a very good job of helping us to understand um, what the original language is saying. But sometimes getting a bit more, uh, a bit of a, a wider understanding of a particular word is, is good. 
And what we discover when we look at the other times that this particular Greek word is used, we realize that it's not talking about humility or Jesus isn't describing himself as humble in terms of a virtue. Rather, his humility here is referring to a lowly position. So, for example, in, in, in the way we would describe a servant as humbled before their master. And, and another way that some other translations uh, render this word is as um, lowly. Um, so Jesus saying, I am uh, gentle and lowly in heart. And so what Jesus is doing here is not talking himself up, but he's saying to uh, his audience that he is accessible. And I think that would have been a huge contrast between Jesus, who is accessible, who is talking to the downcast, the broken and the castaways. Um, compared to the religious leaders that he was talking to earlier in the passage who were very inaccessible, who weren't uh, lowly in position. They consider themselves very high in position. And so Jesus is telling these people, come to me, all you who are weary and burdened, and I'll give you rest. And he's promising them that as they walk beside Jesus, that he is accessible, that anyone can do this. Anyone can take that yoke upon them and join in with walking with Jesus. So considering the context of the passage, our first tool, considering what we've learned from commentary, our second tool, and having dug a bit more into the original language, the passage is really transformed, isn't it? Let me read it one more time and let's just see what it sounds like now. Jesus says, Come to me, all you who are weary and burdened, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you and learn from me, for I am gentle and humble in heart, and you will find rest for your souls. For my yoke is easy and my burden is light. Now, I said at the beginning of this message that we're talking about our vision as a church. And so why have we spent so much time trying to unpack this short verse in Matthew 11? Well, I want to, to answer that, I want to share a little bit um, of our story. When Jen and I first came to Toowoomba to plant a church, we realized that the first thing we needed to do was actually to stop and to get to know the town. You see, we pastored a, a church community in Sydney for six and a half years. And so we have a lot of ideas and a lot of experience in how to run a church. But what we realized is that we couldn't come into to Toowoomba with all of our answers uh, and just do our thing and try and suck other people into that. What we realized we needed to do is actually really get to know the town, get to know its people and work out what is the church that Toowoomba actually needs. And over the last six months, there have been a few things have stood out to us, but there have been two themes that really uh, help us understand what's going on spiritually in this town. And the first one is that after COVID, a lot of people have vanished from the church. Now, having met many of these people, we've realized that it's not necessarily that they've vanished from the Christian faith, but they've stopped coming to church. And we have realized that something has happened in the last three years of lockdowns and disruption. Something has happened and while many people have come back to church after all of that disruption and are very happy to do things the way that they've been done before, there are a lot of people who are now spiritually homeless. And that for them, the old models of church don't work anymore. And it's, I'm not trying to say it's anyone's fault. It's not that pastors around the town have got it wrong. 
But something is different now after COVID and, and the old models don't work anymore. Now, the other thing that we have come to realize, and this is actually something that we got from demographic data before we even moved up here, but we realized that the biggest industries in Toowoomba are firstly, um, uh, so firstly, healthcare and social services, and secondly, education. There are a lot of people in this town who, whether they realize it or not, are actually investing their lives into what I would call full-time ministry. You know, people, Toowoomba is really a hub for the whole um, of the Darling Downs region and maybe even for the whole of Southeast Queensland. And so many people in this town are actually giving themselves Monday to Friday or, or if, you know, you're a nurse or a doctor um, at weird times throughout the week. There's so many people who are giving themselves to serve this town. Um, and what that means to us uh, is that building a church where people give hours and hours of their week to try and build the church might not be a great idea. What if we could actually build a church where our job is to equip and release people to go and do the work of God's kingdom wherever they are? And you know, this, this, this passage really, when we were when we were seeking to understand the town and as we were reading through and seeking God through the scriptures for what he wants to do here in Toowoomba, this passage just leapt off the page at us. We realized what if we could create a church? What if we could start a new church where people could come and experience the soul nourishing rest that comes from walking alongside Jesus? What if we could create a space where as a community of people, we could figure out how to, how to yoke ourselves to Jesus, how to walk in step with him as individuals and as a community. If we could listen to Jesus, we could learn from Jesus, we could slow down to his pace and discover the joy of following him. And in doing so, as, as, we, as we come to church and instead of being burned out by trying to serve the church, we actually experience rest and experience joy and experience and, and we're powered up by the experience of being part of church. What if we could actually release this, this beautiful community that we gather out into the city during the week to go and do the work of God's kingdom? And what if the best work, what if the best part uh, of our ministry to this town doesn't happen on a Sunday when we gather, that actually happens out in our workplaces and out in our families and even out on the streets, um, out in other community groups? What if that is where the actual ministry of the kingdom of our church could happen? Now, what does that actually look like in practice? The short answer is we don't know. We have no idea. Um, It's it's a mighty vision. Uh, It's a little bit bold in some ways in its simplicity, but we don't have a, a grand plan for what that looks like. You know, we're still trying to figure out how to experience the rest that Jesus is talking about here. We don't know exactly what it looks like to serve the town or be released to serve the town um, in, you know, during the week. But we want to invite you to figure that out with us. Like I said earlier, we don't want to be these these Sydney siders who come into Toowoomba with all the answers. We actually want to, we just want to set this, put this vision out there uh, and invite 
you and others in, invite your friends to come and figure this out together. You know, we've already been inspired by, by other people in this town that we've met who are doing amazing things um, and have, have some really cool initiatives. Um, and so we want to learn. We want to learn from you as we do this. Um, and you know what? The, Jesus doesn't promise that it won't be hard. You know, that's that last bit that we talked about in the passage where he says, my yoke is easy and my burden is light. Jesus doesn't say it will be easy to do this, but he does say that it won't be a burden. And there's a really important difference. Um, So we want to invite you to join in that journey, to figure out with us what it means to live out this passage, to experience the soul-nourishing rest that comes from walking with Jesus and stepping into the reason that we were created. And so to wrap up, we're going to do something that we love to do in the Vineyard Church, which is to invite the Holy Spirit. And I really believe that there are some of us here this morning who just need to experience uh, that soul-nourishing rest um, for the first time or for the first time in a long time. And even if you're listening on the podcast, I want to invite you as I pray to just stop, maybe close your eyes, put out your hands and just receive the rest that comes from walking with Jesus. So come Holy Spirit. Come, Holy Spirit, we wait for you. Lord Jesus, for anyone who is weary and burdened right now, um, we just come to you. We say yes to you and we say that we want to follow you, Jesus. And Lord, we just ask that for all of us um, who accept that invitation, that you would give us rest, even now that we would experience your rest. Lord, thank you that you are accessible, um, that we don't have to work hard to get to you, that you are are gentle and lowly in heart. And finally, Lord Jesus, show us what it means to serve you during the week. Um, In whatever this week looks like, show us how to serve you this week and how to to serve you and and love you and honour you in a way that, that isn't a burden. Um, but brings brings joy. So come and meet with us. Amen. Wow, you made it to the end. Good job. If you want to listen to more of our messages, just search out Toowoomba Vineyard Church wherever you listen to the podcast. You can also check out our website at tvc.org.au and find us on Insta at Toowoomba Vineyard. We'll chuck those links in the notes so you don't have to remember. That's all for now and hope you have an excellent week.